2: Evening, everyone. Welcome to No Credentials Required, where you don't need a press pass to talk sports. As always, we're presented by Belly Up Sports in association with Godzilla Media. My name is Ryan McCarthy, and to my right is my second chair, Dustin Henry. Dustin, how are you doing tonight? You excited for this weekend? Oh,
0: I'm excited for this weekend. It's wild card weekend. I always want to yeah. have it, like a picture of Charlie Kelly there, <laughs> uh, the wild card. But uh, also, if you're not ready to go tonight after the, that intro, we got like some ZZ Top vibe vibes going. Then you got the drums, the man-eater drums. I'm loving it. We got, <laughs> you know, there's a phaser going. There's a little bit of tremolo. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm ready to talk some, some football. Fired up Absolutely. right now. I, I've, been waiting all day tonight, for, sir? I've been waiting all day for Friday night to coin
2: a phrase. So <laughs> we're gonna get going to go and get some special guests with us talking about the uh, wild card this weekend. But first, we want to remind you, as always, about our social media channels, which are right down here on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. at no creds req. Facebook.com forward slash no creds req. And YouTube.com forward slash at no creds req. If you're watching on Facebook or if you're watching on YouTube, smash that like button. Smash responsibly. Also be gentle. Ring the bell, too. So and also ring the go bell, live. yes. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> and also I'll remind you about our uh, podcast editions of the, of the program. We're, we're hosted on Megaphone, but you can find us on any platform for podcasts, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Spreaker, Google Play, wherever you podcast. And while you're there, rate us. Five stars is always preferred. It's the high number we want. And also, read a review because that means that means this. Uh, th- that means the algorithm knows about our our podcast. And if you're watching live, Dustin, you know you know it's gotta play.
0: Oh, of course, it's tradition. Yes.
2: Let's roll that beautiful bean music. <laughs> That's right, folks. Engage with the show. We've already got a comment from my buddy, Victor Locke, from, who's one of the miscreants uh, on Snowman in the Morning, who usually hangs out in the chat. He says, it's nighttime, but it's also coffee time with Ryan McCoffee. So thanks, Victor, for hanging out with us tonight. <laughs> it's always coffee time. It's always coffee time, although I got some peppermint tea next to me, so it always helps with the voice because, you know, I've been talking all day. So. Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah, you got to protect those vocal cords, those golden pipes, you know. You oh, yeah. The, the,
2: the dulcet tones of Ryan McCarthy. You guys, you got to protect it. it so we're going to bring in our our guests. We've got, we've got a couple of great guests tonight. First of all, I bring in from Rising to the Occasion. He also, the Rising to the Occasion podcast. He also hosted our Billy Up Super Football Show uh, last, a couple of weeks ago. We got Josh Mahler. Josh, how are we doing tonight, buddy?
3: I'm doing great. I'm ready to talk some some NFL playoffs.
2: I love the variety of helmets you have in the background. You've got Oklahoma. You got <laughs> Nebraska. You got Georgia? I mean,
3: so I, I'm a huge Oklahoma fan. My dad and my brother, who's also one of my co-hosts, uh, he they're they're both Nebraska fans. Uh, wow. And then of course, I had Georgia and TCU up here, um, but TCU got knocked off. So, I Got to get them out of here. That was kind of just uh, too much of a disgrace.
2: I I don't know, Dustin, if you've
3: got a chance to watch
2: any of Monday night's game in the championship. I don't know. I know you're not a big college football fan, but... I
0: I caught some of the Monday night massacre. Yeah. Yeah, I caught that. That was... uh, Wow. (laughs) Georgia (laughs) Georgia, Georgia really, really put it on them. So, uh, you know, props to TCU for getting there, but I was hoping that they'd play a little better when they got to the big game, but... uh, Wow, definitely.
2: Yeah, so uh, rising to the occasions on one of the podcasts on our on Belly Up Media, and also want to bring in from the Trav and Rigney show on Godzilla Media. We're gonna bring in. Uh, we're gonna bring in Trav. Trav, Trav how hey, are we doing tonight?
4: Oh, you're on mute, buddy. Oh, okay. sorry. How's it going, guys? Thank you for Good. having me. Good. Good. So, well, thanks for... for
0: dropping by.
4: Yeah, I got I got some for, uh... Rugrats in the background trying to make a bunch of noise, even though I I very explicitly <laughs> set this time aside. Uh, but but in their in their defense i am in their corner of the world here as you can tell with the minecraft and whatever that cat thing is in the background so i thought that was yours
2: (laughs) (laughs) so we're gonna talk some wild card nfl wild cards wild card weekend tomorrow afternoon it starts at 4 30 eastern time but guys did you expect all these teams to do we expect all the 14 of these teams to be here in terms of the playoffs? I mean, some, some, you might say, yeah, I kind of expect, expect them to be here, but are there some teams you did not expect to be here uh, travel? Start with you. Which teams did you not expect to be in this position?
4: Um, so as far as teams that I didn't expect to be there, there's one that jumps off the page immediately and it's the New York giants. And it's not because I'm an Eagles fan. It's because they were a train wreck last year. Uh, I was not expecting Dable to do as fantastic of a job as he has done this year. So, uh, the Giants are the number one team that I didn't expect to be there, but absolutely deserve it.
2: What about you, Josh? Who did the, you did not expect to be in this position?
3: I mean, looking at the, back at the beginning of the season, you know, I, I can agree. Uh, you know, I, I think the Giants, they're definitely one of the shockers, but I think Jacksonville, I mean, looking at what Jacksonville yes. did last yeah. year and with Urban Meyer destroying that, that organization, I, I mean, Jacksonville's really surprised me. Not only Jacksonville, but looking directly at Trevor Lawrence, and he started off again this year. Uh, we, we did a, a rankings with all the qu- quarterbacks, uh, kind of ranking them in different tiers, and and uh, Trevor Lawrence was at the bottom. You uh, know, he he was just not wow. even worth mentioning. And looking at wow. how he's progressed above Zach Wilson, year, man. <laughs> I mean, I think he was uh, just below Zach Wilson. But yeah, I mean, looking at how he's progressed throughout, you know, throughout the season, he's he's been amazing in his release time. Uh, and just overall mechanics. I mean, everything about it. The the game has really slowed down for him uh, here lately, just in the last few weeks.
2: Yeah, I, I, I think I mentioned it on the show, uh, Dustin. I, I said I've said it helps to have a former quarterback be your mm-hmm. head coach.
0: Yes, yes. Yeah. We've talked at length. We've talked at length about uh, Urban Meyer's failings on this show. Particularly, particularly, I'm like Pepperidge Farm. I remember Urban Meyer. You're not going to get off easy on this, on this show. But uh, Ryan and I have both talked about how Doug Peterson has just done an amazing job with Jacksonville. But if I'm honest, my pick shouldn't shock anybody. It's a homer pick. But I did not expect my Seattle Seahawks to be in this dance either. Um, at the beginning of the season, I made a big production that I thought they would possibly tie Atlanta for the worst record in the NFL. And then even as the season wore on, I kept waiting for Gino to turn back into a pumpkin. And he did and has to some degree, uh, especially from the level that he was playing at, at the beginning of the season. But then I did not expect them. I thought they were going to lose that Rams game. I remember telling Ryan, the Rams always play them well for some reason. It's going to be a tough game. And then uh, I thought the Packers would do their job against the lions on Monday night. And obviously uh, Sunday night and obviously I'm thrilled that they did not so my Seahawks are my pick um, but unfortunately their reward is to have to go up to what I think is the best defense of of the playoff teams and it's probably not going to end well
2: and uh, and arguably arguably the hottest team period uh, Mm -hmm. going over the past 10 weeks of the NFL season so as for me I think I think you could figure San Diego, not San Diego, the Los Angeles chargers are the most surprising Tiger team. It, yeah. Right. Oh my God. I mean, can, can you tell by the grays, <laughs> but I, I think, and I think they're, they're doing they're, the, the charger success is in spite of Brandon Staley. I still don't trust him as a head coach. I still question. I still make, I still have questions about a lot of decisions that he makes in game and any adjustments he makes at halftime, but this their defense is solid. Justin Herbert is doing special things in Los Angeles, and Austin Eckler what a revelation! Oh, geez. what a rev- what a revelatory season he's had. So this team could go far. I mean, they they're running to Jacksonville, who was who has won I think what six in a row uh, leading up to the playoffs. So it's going to be a, a fun game tomorrow night. So I guess that's where we'll start. We'll start with tomorrow, tomorrow's games. And our first matchup is Dustin's Seattle Seahawks at the San Francisco 49ers, 4:30 p.m. Eastern start on Saturday afternoon. It's at Santa Clara. It's at Levi Stadium. And I understand there's been some wacky weather kind of going on right now. There's got a lot of rain coming in, lots of saturation on the ground. Uh, the, the folks at levi stadium are trying to fi- are trying to make it where it's not too slippery it's not too it's not too disgusting out uh, in terms of uh too much too much saturation and they've had some weird ways of doing it but uh, but josh i'm going to start with you what are you expecting in this game uh, co- coming into this game um uh, obviously as i said before the 49ers are the hottest team in the nfl and s- Seattle had had some help getting into the playoffs, but they still earned their spot. So what do you see, what kind of matchups do you see in this game that are kind of interesting to you? What, what stands out?
3: Yeah, I mean, I, I look at really both teams. They, they've been very strong. I mean, I think that Seattle really surprised everybody. Uh, and like Dustin brought up with Geno Smith playing the way that he has all season, uh, that was really big. But I mean, I, I just, I'm i just looking at this. Like you said, there there is going to be a lot of rain. It's going to be really wet. It's going to be a ground game. And when I look at the two defenses, I don't know. I mean, San Francisco, they went on that. I think there was a 12-win streak there in the season, uh, during the season, where, I mean, just they were on a tear. And with with uh, Brock Purdy stepping in, the, the guy that nobody saw coming out uh, the way that he did, uh, I mean, he's he's been phenomenal, uh, to, to say the least. But, of course, they've got Christian McCaffrey in the backfield now. That was a, a huge pickup. Uh, Debo Samuel's going to be healthy. I expect him to to be worked into the run game. Some the way, way that we've seen him go out on sweeps and stuff like that. So, I mean, it's just when I look at the defenses and and compare the two defenses, because it's, it's going to be a defensive game. Uh, when you, yes. when you really boil it down, it's going to be running game on offense. What, which defense can stop that run the best. And I don't know how you don't go with San Francisco. Uh, I, I just did a, a uh, used quarter four uh, for, for, mm-hmm. for a, a, a kind of a simulation for this game. And they were actually picking Seattle to win. Uh, So I think they were like a fifty-four. That
2: that quarter four software, that quarter four software, I can attest. It's great. It's a great tool, but it's a little squiffy in terms of predictions. It had it had the Jets going thirteen and four. We had we saw what happened.
3: Yeah, I mean, uh, but ultimately, I I see I see that San Francisco defense standing up. They've been they've been great all season uh, with Bosa there being able being able to really step in to stop the run. Fred Warner, another uh, great run stopper. I mean, I just I don't see how Seattle has enough power to get past. I mean, Kenneth Walker is an amazing running back, but I just don't see how they're going to be able to get past that San Francisco uh, front.
2: Trav, how about you? What's your, uh, what's your outlook in terms of what, what do you, what are you seeing uh, for this game?
4: Uh, so I, I expect, I expect this game to be maybe closer than others. Uh, if for no other reason, than because it's a division matchup, these two teams know each other very well. But, yeah. uh, Geno Smith has been a fantastic story. I think he's hands-down comeback player of the year. Uh, San Francisco, I believe, going into this game, I'm not not sure usually if this is something you would touch on, but they're uh, nine-and-a-half-point favorites, so I I would take Seattle to cover here with that. Uh, I think Seattle may surprise some people. I'm certainly not picking them to win because I think San Francisco's defense is just too stout. They, They are PFF's number one defense this year, and I expect that, that it'll be really tough to get any real ground game going, especially if this is a game where, with weather, uh, as mentioned previously. If this game is wet in any way, I expect San Francisco to to probably cover that spread. But if this is a game where it has to be aired out. Uh, I'm okay with taking my chances with Gino potentially having a good battle with Brock Purdy, and that Brock Purdy, this is un, uncharted territory for him. Uh, most of his season so far is uncharted territory. So uh, I expect San Francisco to win this game. Uh, but maybe not as easily as some might think.
0: All right, Dustin, your turn. How about you? Well, I kind of agree with uh, Trav on this one that I do think it's going to be closer than people think, but I also, it's not that I have a lack of faith in my team, but I got to look at the facts because I agree. I agree with Josh. I think because of the weather, it's going to be a heavy ground game and Seattle's defense has not been able to stop the run for large points this season and even if you can if you compare the two running backs uh Christian McCaffrey versus Kenneth Walker Kenneth Walker looks like he's going to be amazing in this league but I give the advantage to Christian McCaffrey and also um you know I think Geno is going to play he's going to play He's going to play well enough, but if it gets to a point in the game where they're down a little bit, he's going to start forcing a little bit because he's going to feel like he has to make something happen. Seattle's only real chance to win this game, in my opinion, is to get after Brock Purdy and rattle him a little bit, put him in a situation he hasn't really been in before. But the problem is that the Seattle defense has not really generated that much pressure this season. They haven't had a great Pass rush. They have had they have had moments, but their defense has just underperformed um, overall. So I do not have much faith in their defense being able to shut San Francisco down. And even if Seattle manages to shut some elements down, San Francisco just has weapons everywhere. You shut down Debo Samuel, they have Brendan Ayuk. You shut down both the wide receivers, they'll run it down your throat. You shut down all of these elements somehow. George Kittle, they'll just start throwing it to him over the middle. It's just going to be too tough to stop. Oh, I think you're muted now, Ryan. Maybe. There we yep,
3: go.
2: I was. I had to clear my throat. I didn't want to interrupt you.
0: Oh, oh thank <laughs> you. I thought it was just my rant was so passionate, you know, it blew out the mic. <laughs> no, your analysis
2: was that good. I had to <laughs> shut myself up. <laughs> so I'm looking at the spread. I'm looking at everything right now. The spread is nine and a half by the 49ers. The over-under is 42. And the weather is actually supposed to be pretty good, it's supposed to be partly sunny. So oh, okay. it's going to be a decent weather game. But even so, with all the weather events that's come that of, all the rains coming through the San Francisco Santa Clara era area over the past week, it's going to be uh difficult, it's, uh, it's gonna to be tough sledding in terms of passing game. But with the weather being what it is now, I think I, I'm looking at this. Uh, I'm looking at this. Both teams, every game, every, every wild card game, the, the teams have already played each other, so there's some familiarity there, yeah. and uh, but. Considering the last time the, the the Niners and the Seahawks played each other, Brock, Brock Purdy had an outstanding game. Granted, it was in Seattle, and the it, weather it wasn't that it wasn't affecting them too much, uh, but he still managed to have a great game with two touchdown passes that had the Niners up pretty big. And coming into this game, they've got all that momentum. They've got a, the best defense in football. They've got a solid offense. It's plug and play in terms of. Okay, this guy goes out. Oh, all right, it's the next man up and he performs just as well. Jimmy G went down against the against those I believe it was the Buccaneers he went down and it it's still it, it didn't matter. It, it didn't matter because they were on autopilot the entire that entire game. And they've pretty much been on autopilot since Purdy has been in the lineup. So I, I think I, I think in terms of the, the spread, I think the Niners win by at least 10 points. And I'm not saying that just to because just because I'm um, just because just the bust on Dustin, but it's just, it's just because he's a, he's a Seahawks fan. But I think it's just a fair analysis. To, it's just as fair to say that the 49ers are they're a wagon right now. They're a wagon going downhill and it's heavy and it's going fast and it's going to hit you on both sides of the ball. So I, I'm going to take the, I'm going to take the four. I'm going to take the 49ers in this one by at least 10. They'll cover the spread and then some, and actually a couple comments in the se- comments in the comment section. uh, From Wonko the same. Thanks for watching. Uh, he says I'm late. What was that Hawks pick to win or beat the spread? I say the 49ers win and they beat the spread. Josh, what do you say?
3: I, I say they, I mean, I know the. I I really feel like I'm taking the 49ers for sure. It, it's tough because I feel like the Seahawks are going to fight. Uh, I, I say the 49ers beat the spread just barely.
2: All right, Trav. Uh,
4: I, I think they were probably talking to me because I was pretty vague with that. Uh, I'm picking the 49ers <laughs> to win, but I'm picking Seattle to cover here. Uh, I think nine okay. and a half is a lot for a division game. It's the playoffs. Anything can happen. Dustin, so I'm picking the Niners you? to win. Oop. Sorry.
0: Okay. All right. So Dustin, how about you. Uh, put, as much as it pains me to say it niners to win. And I think they will cover, they might barely cover, but I think they'll cover despite Pete Carroll wheeling around on the scooter. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, he also, uh, Saint also asked how much is having tape on Brock Purdy worth when given they've played each other? I think it's fair to say it, uh, it's, it, it'll factor in. I mean, the, the, the 49 uh, Seahawks have seen the 49ers once with Brock Purdy in the lineup. So they're going to be they're gonna be watching that tape. They've been probably watching that tape all week long. And out both inside the lo- inside the facility and outside the facility. They're looking for tendencies. They're looking for things, as Dustin said, they're looking for, or or which I'm not sure. I think it was Trav or, or Dustin would say they're looking for ways to disrupt Purdy. But given the way that the offensive line has played for the 49ers this, over the past nine, uh, 10 weeks, They've been running the ball down opponent's throat. They've been using that run to set up the pass, and the pass protection has been there. It, yeah. it might be tough for the defense, the, Seattle's defense, to, to really disrupt uh, Brock Purdy.
0: Yeah. And just another quick point: Gino also has a tendency to hold on to the ball a little bit, which will give you, don't need to give Nick Bosa extra time to get in there. Um, no. So that, that's another factor because the Seahawks offensive line has not, it's been better. It's been better than it, than it has been in recent seasons. And they have two rookie tackles that I think are, are, are going to be strong. But if Gino holds onto the ball, cause he's trying to make something happen and wait for a play to develop that, that, that has Nick Bosa licking his chops, you know?
2: Yep. All right. So we're all in agreement that San Francisco will, win uh we have disagreements on if they'll cover but <laughs> but we'll see what what our picks are for the next game which will be chargers at jaguars 8 15 p.m on saturday night is a saturday night game jacksonville hosting a playoff game for the first time since the 2017 season uh, when they went to the afc championship and almost beat the patriots uh for the chance to go to the super bowl that year uh so we're gonna start with dustin uh, dustin what do you what do you see in this matchup uh in terms of uh both teams like what do you what are you seeing here And i guess and this, this is another this is another rematch from the regular season
0: yes, yes, but I think the key the key difference for me in this matchup and I think both the quarterbacks i mean trevor lawrence what a leap he has made this year but the the key difference is i think they played each other in week 3 if i'm not mistaken and that was that was um, pretty pretty quick after justin herbert's injury so i don't think he yep. was healthy i think that herbert is is a much more healthy version the version that the jacksonville jaguars played was was uh, a little dinged up and i think he's much closer to 100% if not all the way there so that's going to be a factor and as much as I really started to root for the Jags this season, not just because of your uh, predictions, which I'm still a little scared. I'm still a little scared. <laughs> you know, there's, there's, you, you got a vibe right now. But anyway, I think the X factor in this game is Austin Eckler. If he, if he goes off, because Brendan Staley, I don't know why he played his starters for as long as he did in that game. And as a result, Mike Williams is out. So they might have a little more trouble stretching the field with Keenan Allen. But uh, if Austin Eckler plays well, I think it's going to be too much for the Jaguars to stop. Um, Travis Etienne is an amazing running back on the other side. But I give the slight edge to the Chargers, given that Justin Herbert is healthy. And also they have Austin Eckler. All right,
2: Trav, what's your uh, what's your outlook for this game in terms of what do, what are you seeing? What's the what's the analysis on your side? Uh,
4: so I actually uh, when I made I made these picks a couple days ago, I actually like Jacksonville in this game. I think uh, Los Angeles has shown you on more than one occasion that despite all the talent they have, they are more than capable of fumbling the bag, uh, pun intended. And hmm. I think Jacksonville is coming off so hot as as Josh stated at the top of the show with uh, why they, he was surprised that they made it in. Uh, they are hot right now, and they will take advantage of mistakes made, and the Chargers have been making a lot of them. I think Keenan Allen being back healthy is, is going to be a big one for them in terms of uh, spreading this ball around. Uh, and I think it was – I, I, maybe I, I, I saw this wrong, but Mike Williams isn't playing in this one?
2: No, yeah, he's not. officially out with a fracture in his back.
4: Uh, so that uh, that's a huge hit for them. I think uh, I think Jacksonville, they take this one at home.
2: All right, Josh.
3: Yeah, I'm. I'm. Up. I'm on. I'm on the Jacksonville train too. I mean, I, I look at Jacksonville. They've they've won five straight now. I think five or six. I mean, they they've been on a tear. Uh, and you know, like I said, with with Trevor Lawrence, the way that he's progressed throughout the season, he he's, he was kind of a roller coaster in the beginning of the season. Is he is he the same old Trevor Lawrence, or is he improving? And then we see as the season went on, and really in the second half of the season, he's just. He's been unstoppable, uh, and and uh, Trav brought up it's it's at Jacksonville, so I mean it's going to be a, a home field advantage. I I just I don't know. I mean I I feel like I've been disappointed with the way that the Chargers have played overall this year. Uh, though I think they have some amazing uh, talent on, on their on their side of the ball. Uh, I just I don't know. I think it's going to be a really close game. It's a really hard one for me to pick, um, but yeah. I'm going with the Jags in a, in a really tight game.
2: And as for me, I'm going to go with the Jags. Right now, the spread is one and a half in favor of uh, of Jacksonville. They're up. Th- that injury report that came through for Mike Williams that changed the spread. I believe it was. I believe. I believe Los Angeles was a two and a half point favor. Or was it Jacksonville as a two, point, fa- two and a half point favor? I had Los
4: Angeles but, at two points favorite. Okay,
2: so now the spread is Jacksonville by one and a half. Uh, so that Mike Williams injury changed a lot, and if you're if one of your biggest passing weapons is 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 gone, that's going to change the that's going to change the, the the landscape of this game. Uh, the the Jaguars have won six out of their last seven, and that after that embarrassment in Detroit, where they completely laid an egg uh, against the Lions, after that they've they've been on a five game on a five game heater. I expect this momentum to continue. Uh, Trevor Lawrence is is turning into one of the elite young quarterbacks in this league, and he will definitely. He's been a superstar since he's been at Clemson. Let's face it, but now he's in a professional level where he's getting more of a uh, he's getting more he's getting more notice, and teams are taking teams are taking notice, and I think it's going to be evident on Saturday night when the chargers come to town and like i said before in the in 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 our expect there are surprise teams i was surprised the chargers are in this position again i don't trust brandon staley and that's why i am picking uh the the jacksonville jaguars so dustin who are you picking in this game
0: Oh, I'm, I'm picking, I'll be the, I'll be the, uh, the outlier. I'll pick, I'll pick the Los Angeles Chargers, but let me, let me underscore. It is not confidently. And I am placing, I am placing a lot of faith in Justin Herbert, healthier, and also the beast that is Austin Eckler, um, that's that's pretty much what I'm hitching my wagon to, but I do have uh, Ry Stradamus, I do have a question for you. <laughs> if the Chargers lose this game, you've you've been rightfully so critical of Brandon Staley on the show. If they lose this game, is he unemployed come Monday? No, you think he's done enough to stick around? I think
2: he. I think being in the playoffs has done enough to save his job. Okay. But he's going to be on a very, very short leash, especially if they start off slow in 2023.
4: I have a quick question for you guys, if uh, you don't mind answering. Oh, go right ahead. Who do you guys think deserve to be in the playoffs but isn't? And who is in the playoffs that doesn't deserve to be? I know we sort of answered the, that second part a little Ooh, bit at the top. That's a great question. Yeah. So yeah, more importantly, who who deserved to be in but isn't in? Detroit. Yes i yeah. i wholeheartedly agree you know that was my answer yeah.
0: too for me if it was if you could if you could remove the divisions away from football take the bucks out put detroit in that's the change i'd make yeah yeah
3: yeah i, mean, I like that one I, I was gonna say the texans but uh i'll, I'll hop on it. <laughs> <laughs>
2: And they said they're best for a la- for the for week eighteen. Okay,
0: <laughs> and you know that was yeah, just a-, you know a
3: kick to kicking the groin by Lovey Smith too. Yes,
0: I have <laughs> so much more respect for Lovey Smith now that he did that, knowing he was probably going to be fired. He went out and he's like, "You're not getting the number one pick, not on my watch."
3: <laughs> <laughs> he just left a paper sack with, with something not pleasing inside of it. So.
0: Yeah. Yeah. A Billy I, I, Madison uh, style
4: bag. Yeah, <laughs> He called the
3: shit. I had food. a lot of people answer this question. Steelers too.
2: Steelers. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, I can see that. Definitely, definitely, definitely not the Patriots. Let's put it. Let's I, put it I, that I, way. I felt bad for the Steelers
3: too. Yeah. I, yeah. I felt bad for the Steelers too, the way that they went out, you know, cause you, you win the game only to be knocked out, you know, and it's just like, that's, that's tough. Uh, and, and yeah. for, for Mike Tomlin to get his guys rallied up to win that game anyways, uh, you know, I, I know they didn't know going into that game, but still, I mean, that's, that's a really good game.
2: Yeah, I know, I know Steelers fans were hoping the Jets would try to pull out the win on, uh, on Sunday, but unfortunately it was not to be because uh, their offense disappeared in the last three weeks of the season, six points, Oh goodness. So Trav, I didn't get your, I didn't get your pick. You said Jacksonville for Sunday, for yeah, Saturday I have, night. I have,
4: uh, I have Jacksonville winning this game and I actually had Jacksonville pick before the news of Mike Williams, even when the chargers were two point favorites, I yep. had still had Jacksonville. I felt like the momentum going in uh, and with the chargers ability to, to fall on their faces
3: a lot. I like Jacksonville in this one.
2: Yep. Josh, I believe you also said Jacksonville are correct
3: yep yeah i even put my bet in i think on tuesday it was uh Mm. for jacksonville on that one so
2: i I feel pretty confident in trevor lawrence all right so that's it for the saturday games we're gonna take a quick commercial break for our friends at invader coffee and stay tuned for more no credentials required and wild card weekend this episode of no credentials required is brought to you by invader coffee for the coffee lover who wants good quality coffee with no bullshit and no filler Invader Coffee is an ultra-premium, veteran-owned coffee company proudly delivering only the best coffee your hard-earned money can buy. They aim to only serve the highest quality organic, air-roasted coffee beans sourced from free trade farms all over the world. They keep things simple, the best coffee at an affordable price, in order to provide you with the value you deserve for your morning boost. 100% fair trade, 100% organic coffee beans, 100% air-roasted, 100% money-back guarantee. Visit InvaderCoffee.com, enter promo code BellyUp at checkout and receive 15% off your order. That's right, folks. If you're watching on YouTube or if you're watching on Facebook, or if you're listening to the podcast a little bit later, you can click at the link in the description. That's our affiliate page. And also you save 15% on your order by putting promo code BellyUp. So I got myself the Jolly Java, it's delicious. You should try it while while supplies last. Dustin, I know you've gotten it to the Invader Coffee too. You've attested to their deliciousness. So go ahead and get yourself some coffee. Save some money by using the promo code and help the show by going to the affiliate link in the description. On to Sunday games. Dolphins at Bills at Rich Stadium Sunday at 1 p.m. Eastern. Dustin, I'm going to have you lead off here. What is your analysis for this game?
0: I just feel, for a variety of reasons, I feel like this has the potential. There's one other game on the slate that could go sideways, but this might be the biggest discrepancy between the two games. Um, The Bills are going to be really motivated for obvious reasons. We all know they're going to play with inspiration. They also have the talent. Um, Miami, (laughs) you wonder what this game would be like if they're – uh ideal quarterback was in there but i, I feel like the talent of jalen waddle and tyreek hill is going to be somewhat nullified by the because i think this is supposed to thompson's gonna be in this game isn't he reach At, for the skyler skyler yeah, <laughs> yeah so that that's gonna make it tough for Miami um Raheem Mostert he's he's probably gonna be able to run the ball um a bit against the Bills but like I said without Without those receivers being able to, without the quarterback to get those receivers the ball as much as they need it, Miami's going to become kind of one-dimensional on offense. And the Bills the Bills are, like I said, highly motivated, and they just have too many weapons on offense. Their defense, I can't really think of a weakness. They had some trouble at cornerback earlier this year, and I feel like they've kind of shorn that up a little bit. So I got the bills. I got the bills easy in this one. Yeah. I, the bills are
2: again, like you said, Dustin, they're highly motivated. Uh, Miami's had a lot of injury problems. Uh, I know Tyreek Hill was playing on a bad ankle last week. Uh, Raheem Mostert broke his thumb. So his availability, we we're still, I'm not, I'm not sure what his availability is. is. Um, even Jill and Waddle had some problems last week. Uh but you're traveling to you're traveling to Rich Stadium uh or whatever it's called now, Highmark Stadium. And it's it's Buffalo. It's Buffalo. It's you're playing the, the fans are gonna be riled up, are gonna be are gonna be Absolutely wild in this game because it's one of your hated rivals, division rivals, A and B, you're playing for a guy who a week and a half ago, or two of just about two weeks ago, was literally fighting for his life. And it doesn't fire you up, <laughs> nothing will.
0: Yeah. So check your pulse. Check your pulse. <laughs> and the spread
2: and the spread right now for this game is 13 and a half. It was 10. But with oh. but with Tua being out. Tua being ruled out, I think he's. I think he's personally. I think he's done so uh, personally uh, in terms of his career, uh, and with all the injuries the Dolphins have on offense, Skylar Thompson, Dol- Miami Dolphins. Thanks for playing.
3: <laughs> thanks yeah. for
2: playing, uh, but I think this game is going to be an absolute gong show in terms of final results. Trav, what do you got for us?
4: I I, I don't ever touch games with double digit digit point spreads because (laughs) because usually what ends up happening is when a team like the bills with how hot they are and how motivated they are, as you guys mentioned, they, you expect this game. Like if the bills won by 30, would anybody really be surprised? You know what I mean? Uh, They are, they are absolutely motivated. Um, And to your point, I also believe that we could have, we may have seen like the last of Tua. This is obviously a very unofficial opinion, and there aren't a lot of examples of a guy who suffers three concussions in one season within like 14 weeks, and he plays a ton of football for the rest of his life. Uh, so I, I, it's no slight on on, on reach for the Skyler, but I, I don't see it. The, the Bills are going to come in here, and they're going to, excuse me, this game is in Buffalo. They're, this is going to be bad. This is going to be one of the worst wildcard games I think you've ever seen. It's going to be really like, it's, Bills it's not going to be as bad as the year. college football.
2: It's not going to be as bad as the national championship. Let's put it that Whoa, way. It's to be bad.
4: Not enough minutes in a football game. TCU, they broke the laws of physics with that one. I don't understand. <laughs> <how> <laughs> <happen> yeah, that. <laughs> that was, man, that But was I'm, I'm taking Buffalo by a
3: country mile. whatever right. That means.
2: Uh, yeah, that means a lot. So Josh, how about
3: <laughs> Josh? You're up. I mean, I don't know how you can pick Miami in this game. Uh, just looking at it, and I did look up the injury report too, and Raheem Moster is ruled out for the game. So oh, that's man. even another yep. big time lose. Uh So I'm expecting that I'm I'm going to wait for that spread to go a little higher, and then maybe put something in on that. But uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I see Jalen Waddle banged up, but uh it, I, I believe he practiced. Um I don't know. I mean, I just I don't see how Miami can really compete with Buffalo, even with their their stars all in there. I mean. I don't know. I mean, I, I, I see like Trav said, I, I could see Buffalo winning by 20, 30 points easily. And uh, you know, I just, I, I don't see a way that Miami sticks in this and going to Buffalo. I mean, that's, that's too much to ask for. So I, I definitely see Buffalo winning big.
2: Yeah. Um, I know our, one of our, uh, one of our big podcasts uh, at belly up sports, TSS fantasy hosted by commissioner Cooper. I know he's watching right now. So uh, uh, sorry to say, uh, Commission, I think. Uh, I think all of us are in pretty much cons- are in consensus that this game is going to be a complete blowout. Um, as Trav said, Buffalo by country mile. I think we're all in consensus in regards to that.
0: I think I think old country breakfast, Billy Butler would agree with us as well if he <laughs> were if he were watching. Uh, I think the the, the fish are going to get squished. The t- the Bills Mafia is going to be out there with tables. It's going to be a scene. <laughs> yeah, this is this is Bart Simpson hitting
2: a uh, having the cake of at least you tried and throwing it in the in the fire <laughs> like that gif. <laughs> All right, so moving on to the next game on our docket, which is Giants at Vikings, four twenty five Eastern on Sunday. I'm going to start off the analysis and say, listen, on Christmas Eve, the Giants came this close to knocking off the worst 13-4, and four, well, at the time, 11-4 and four team in the history of the NFL. You could argue you. the 2020 Pittsburgh Steelers, who started 11-0, were the worst 11-0 team in history. The Minnesota Vikings are the worst 13-4 team in the history of the NFL. And I think their colors are going to show on Sunday because, A, it's a nationwide audience, and you're the only game that's on. And Kirk 2 chains. My God, he sucks royally in you games one. Like when... <laughs> Put a shirt on, man. <laughs> but this, he does not play well when the Vikings are featured. The Giants are a healthier team than they were several, six weeks ago when they were absolutely, when they're curb stomped by the Eagles. Daniel Jones is a, has, has been a more effective passer this year. And he's been pretty good over the last over the last couple of weeks of the season. Saquon Barkley, they're gonna run it down. This they're gonna run it down the Vikings' throat. The Vikings' defense is not as good. They're opportunistic, yes, but they're not as good as advertised. And for my money, I think the the upset of the week is going to be the Giants, the New York Giants, the New York Football Giants, taking a win in Minnesota, and they're gonna expose they're gonna expose what the Vikings, who the Vikings are, Trav. Gonna have you go next. What's your analysis on this game?
4: As much as it pains me to say this, I, I'm picking the <laughs> power giants through it. Here. Power yeah, through it. <laughs> I'm picking the Giants here. they I think they're they're the, they're the healthier team, uh, unless Justin Jefferson he does something ridiculous like 15 grabs for 230 yards and three touchdowns, uh, which means Kirk Cousins will somehow power through primetime. Kirk Cousins. Uh, I don't see. I actually don't see a scenario where Minnesota can can beat out a Giants team that's – for them, it's like they have nothing to lose because it it's all up from here. This is a team that was expected to do nothing this year, and they've made the playoffs. So they're only going up from here. And Minnesota has a negative point differential going into the playoffs. That is awful. They have, like – they have, what, 13 wins? I don't even know if that's ever been done before, a 13-win team having a negative point differential. You're, that's <laughs> terrible. Your defense is awful. Uh, just about everything, a part of your team is terrible. With the exception of Justin Jefferson. I I hate that the I, Giants are going to win this game. I have a way of defending Justin Jefferson. You keep your
2: <laughs> you keep your offense on the field and yeah. don't let the Vikings get the ball.
4: Yeah, that time of possession will you'll murder the Vikings if you keep the ball away from uh, away from them because at some point they'll they'll be forced to just throw it to Justin Jefferson every play and he'll catch it every play if you let him. Uh, and and I say if you let him, you you're not you're not going to stop him. The guy is unbelievable. Uh, I I pick I'm picking the Giants here. I hate that I'm picking the Giants. This is my nightmare. But I'm taking the Giants to beat Minnesota in Minnesota because the Vikings are terrible. Sorry, ran over.
2: It's okay. All right, Josh, you're up. Who do you got? What's your what's your outlook for this game?
3: See, I don't really have an NFL team. Uh You know, I've I've tried to bounce around to different teams and really support them. I'm, I just I, I like. I like college football so much that it's hard for me to pick a team in the NFL. So I don't have any any problems picking the, the Giants, but I do think this is a this is a I don't it, it is kind of a tough one to choose because I think the Vikings are sneaky good, but like you said, Ryan, they're 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 not really that good. They they have some big plays that really win the games for them, and that that's about it. They have teams fall yeah. apart when they're, when they're, they're losing the, thirty three to zero at halftime. They're, they're the dolphins
2: with a better with a better record and a bet and better yeah. and, and a, yeah, they're the dolphins with a better record. That's who they are.
3: Yeah. Well, and I, I think I think the big thing, so Daniel Jones finally secured his spot in New York, I believe. Uh yep. you know, so seeing that that was really special. Uh, I, I'm I'm happy for him because he's one of those guys, man. I, I just there's something goofy about him, but I he, he's good, <laughs> he's really good. And then Saquon Barkley, he's been healthy pretty much all season, so I I expect him to have a big game, uh, and and really the Giants need him to have a big game to win this one. Um, But this might be the healthiest game uh, of the playoffs because when when I I think I looked at this injury report yesterday, I think it was, and there's like nobody on on the injury report really uh, for either team. You know, there's there's a couple of uh, you know backups and uh, some guys that they can replace, but. It's a very healthy game. So, I mean, I'm I picking the Giants. Uh, I, I'm, I'm not sure how, how much they would be able to win by, but I don't know. I feel like the Giants can pull out pull out the win here. And like you said, Kirk Cousins in, in a primetime game, how can he hold up?
2: <laughs> well, the, the spread right now is Minnesota favored by three. I think it's only because they have the home field. Dustin, I'm going to hand it over to you.
0: Well, this is going to be no mystery and I'm sorry stuck in my mind podcast. You said Sorry hate, wise. <laughs> you said I hate that everybody's picking the Giants. Well, I'm keeping the trend going because if you've watched the show the last few weeks, it seems like I hate the Vikings. And again, I don't. But to Trav's point, they have the negative point differential which I've been I've been I'm at the verge of complaining about all season. Their defense is bad. Kirk Cousins is Kirk Cousins. You are who he is who we thought he is in the in the in the worst possible way at the worst possible moments. He also 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 I've noticed over the last few weeks that Joseph has struggled to to make to convert field goals. So that's another element, that if the Vikings go down the field and they stall on drives, it's not a given that Craig Joseph is going to be able to kick that field goal and get them some points. So that's another feather against them. Um, yes, for all the reasons that you all so eloquently already spoke about, I am picking the Giants, and I think that – the Giants. It won't be that shocking to me if they win, but I think it's going to shock a lot of a lot of fans that just tune in and look at the two records of the two teams. Um, but I think that I think the Giants are going to figure out a way to get this done, and they're going to win by. I would say they're going to win by at least a touchdown.
2: So we got Wonka the Saints saying my ex is from Minnesota, and these takes are both sad and hilarious. Kind of like your ex, I suspect. <laughs> And the other half of the Trav and Rigney show, Kyle Rigney says Jets are winning the Super Bowl in 2023.
4: <laughs> you know what's funny about that take? From I hope Rigney? so too. <laughs> you know what's hilarious about that take from Rigney is he doesn't even believe that. He's, he's saying that just to get a response right now because there's no way he he believes that. Although I, I asked him yesterday when we did, we did our show, I ran him through a list of quarterbacks and I just said, here's the name of a quarterback. You tell me if they make the playoffs with this quarterback got I have some names like Carr, Rogers, Mark, uh, Mike White, Lamar Jackson. I'll take. Tua. I'll take
2: some of those names. You you, you can tell. All you right. can ask me. I'm a Jets fan. So you just I'll
4: rattle a name and you tell me playoffs or not for the Jets. Okay. Uh, Carr. Playoffs. Aaron Rodgers. Definitely playoffs. Maybe maybe Super Bowl. Uh, fully healthy, all seventeen games. Mike White. Not playoffs. Lamar Jackson. Playoffs. Tua. Not playoffs. And he's not going to stay healthy. I was
2: going to say, my, with that, with the Jets' offensive line, they're not. He's not going to He's going w-
3: to walk over to the wrong sideline by next year.
0: Yeah. Oh, geez. Oh. oh,
3: oh.
4: <laughs> How
0: true.
4: My, oh, my favorite man. one, though. Uh, Daniel Jones.
2: Ooh. I say playoffs.
3: Three times Super Bowl. Uh, Dak Prescott.
2: Dak Prescott. Oh, 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 oh. Ooh, i I'll say playoffs.
4: And I was wrong before. Uh, I said that PFF ranked the Niners number one. The Jets had the number one PFF ranked defense this year, as they as their list. Wow, the Nerds actually get the Jets something something yeah. good for the ones. list. So I don't know when eye. they put their list out. It was earlier in this week, but the Jets were number one and the Niners were number two. Wow, the uh, and then Kirk Fitchers Cousins is, is the one last right. one. <laughs> Kirk Cousins is your last quarterback for the Jets.
2: Not playoffs.
4: <laughs> oh man. I'm proud of myself during that segment
0: because I was I wanted to go. You were
1: back so fly bad,
0: off. yeah. I wanted I wanted to do it. I wanted to do it, Jim Mora, We always Jim remember Mora. you for that. Oh
2: man! <laughs> All right, so we're getting to our last Sunday game, which is Ravens at Bengals, a rematch from Week 18, 8:15 8, p.m. Or it's been a week from Week 18, 8:15 8, 8:15 15, 8, 15 p.m. on Sunday night. Trav, I'm going to start with you in terms of your analysis uh what is your analysis for this game
4: uh a, a lot like the Dolphins-Bills game uh, I'm picking the Bengals here I, I see no reason to think that the Bengals won't win this game by two touchdowns um uh, they're they're playing they they want so badly to get back to the Super Bowl and win it not that any other team doesn't but the way that they were playing last year throughout the playoffs uh it felt like they were a team destined to win it mm going against a Baltimore team that's all but just throwing the towel in at this point. I don't know how, I don't know the extent to Lamar Jackson's injury. I know he tweeted about it yesterday and essentially, you know, gave us the insight of what it is. To me, this feels a lot like you haven't paid me yet and I got injured, so guess who's not playing? Uh, so I, I don't see any reason to think that, that the, the Ravens can move the ball, period. I, I think Cincinnati wins this game by two touchdowns minimum.
2: All right, Josh, over to you.
3: Yeah, I mean, without Lamar Jackson, I I, I don't I, I don't understand what's going on there because from Lamar's side, you know, he loves the Ravens, and from the Ravens, how can you not love Lamar back? Uh, so I I don't understand what's going on with all of the drama going around around uh, Lamar. But I mean, without him, uh, and really without much of any other offensive weapon, I think it's going to be pretty much what we saw. Uh, you know, last week with the Bengals, Ravens going to be just a repeat of that. But maybe to a higher extreme, I think the Ravens win even bigger, possibly uh, just be, or, or sorry, not the Ravens. The Bengals win e- even uh, bigger.
2: Uh, I, I was going <laughs> to say I was going to say, Josh, um, <laughs> sorry, okay? I, was, I was
3: watching last year's. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I think the Bengals went even big, bigger just because it's a playoff game and the Bengals are one of those teams that I, I have a hard time picking against them right now because of what we saw last year. And I think they're better this year than they were last year. Uh, so I mean, I just, I, I, I think it's going to be tough for them to beat the Kansas city chiefs again. I think if they go against the bills, that that's going to be a tough matchup to win, uh, just cause the bills are another team to, to, that, that's hard to root against or to, to bet against. Um, but yeah, I mean, I I'm absolutely picking the Bengals. I, I love Joe Burrow. Uh, I love Jamar chase, uh, just all the offensive weapons. You, you if, I, I I'm not sure if, uh, uh I, I believe uh man, I'm drawing a blank uh T Higgins, yeah, he's he's healthy. Uh so yeah. I mean just I mean they're just Jill Mixon and Samaj Ryan are an, are an amazing duo. And I'm not just saying that because I'm an Oklahoma fan. Uh the stats don't lie. Uh they they are an amazing duo back there for the Bengals this year. And it's 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 hard to stop that offense. Uh, and then the Bengals defense has been strong enough to stop just about any team in their way. Uh, so, I mean, just, just the, the second half of the season has been all Bengals, uh, so it's it's hard to, to bet against them right now. Dustin?
0: I agree with everybody else. I mentioned earlier in the show, I said that Bills Bill's Dolphins was going to be the most probably sideways game, but I said there was another one that has the possibility to go real sideways. This is that other one. We all know that the Ravens offense is pretty much Lamar Jackson, and without him – they're not going to be able to, I'm sorry, but they're not going to be able to do anything besides Justin Tucker attempting maybe a 70 yard field goal. You know, maybe they're going to try that, but man, the Bengals, the Bengals. I think they're, they are, you mentioned how hot the Niners are, Ryan. I think the bangles are right, but right behind them in terms of the run that they've been on, um, they had such a shaky start to the season. Everybody, including myself, I'll put my I'll put myself on there. We were kind of throwing a little bit of dirt on them. Well, they have come alive. They have they have cured what was ailing them. The offensive line actually did figure it out. They are protecting Joe Burrow to some degree. And you give him enough time to throw, he's got weapons all over the place. I mean, even Tyler Boyd, great you know great receiver in his own right. He often gets overlooked because of the other two the other two uh, stars there. So the the, Bengal, the Bengals just have too many weapons. The defense has been playing very well. The Ravens are extremely undermanned. I am shocked that Lamar Jackson is not playing in this game. I understand he said it's close to a grade three strain of the PCL, but and I kind of understand it because from his point of view a little bit, we all know what happened to uh, Robert Griffin third. When he played injured for the for the at the time Washington Redskins against the Seahawks in that playoff game, he was never to my eye the same uh, after that. So maybe maybe Lamar's thinking about his long term health, but to me, you got to try to find a way to play in this game. Um, it's it's going to be Bengals going away, multiple touchdown victory, in my opinion, at least.
2: All right, I'm going to preface my prediction slash analysis, uh, my analysis with this in rap report. I know you're watching right now. Please yeah. stop calling <laughs> shout out. Please stop calling Tyler Hunley, Snoop Hunley. Oh, please. Yeah. That's, Thank that's you. not great. That's not great. Not a great look. No, you, you have to earn the name Snoop. Okay. There's only one. And there's only one Snoop. That's Snoop doggy dog. Okay. <laughs> so,
0: you guys have a similar similar hairlines, you know. You oh, I thought your yeah. eyes.
3: I thought your eyes looked a little red, Ryan. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, that's that's the that's the that's the that's the CBD you're, you're thinking of. Um, <laughs> yeah, everybody has everybody's analysis has been pretty spot on. Uh, it's hard to beat the same team three three times in a season let me see let me see what they had here no they oh sorry they lost the first game against the Ravens okay um but yeah the coming into this game Dustin made a really great really, made a really great point the the Bengals have been just as hot as the 49ers in fact they had won seven in a row before the Monday night game was was canceled and I guess you could technically say that they've won eight in a row after beating the Ravens last week it's this is going to be another, and I agree, Dustin. This this game's going to go side. This game could go sideways very quick. Baltimore's defense is good. It's not great. It's not great because their secondary is is kind of mid. Uh, they got a great pass rush. Yeah, one of the best pass. I think the one of the best pass rushes in football. Uh, but the Bengals' offensive line has stepped it up, especially over the last eight we eight nine weeks, and when i see when i look for things in terms of games i look to the trenches first cuz i played offensive and defensive line so i i i want to see you, i want to see teams protect the quarterback i also want to teams we want to see teams run the ball effectively and the bengal's line can do both the bengal's offensive line can do both so that being said and tyler hunley i'm sorry he knows the system but lamar should be in the lineup and I don't know how severe this injury is. And again, Dustin, to your point, he's thinking about his future. He wants to be paid a lot of money. He rejected a giant contract offer from the Ravens this past off offseason. He's betting on himself. Unfortunately, he's kind of backfiring right now with him not being in the playoffs. So the spread right now is Bengals by eight and a half. I think I think the I think the Bengals win him by at least ten. And they advance to the next round. So I think I think is everybody pretty much in consensus that Cincinnati winning this game?
4: Yes. How how does it make you feel to know that uh, Lamar Jackson will be wearing that green next year in New York?
3: Don't get his hopes up like that. No, I'm just kidding. We're
4: going to go <laughs> to the comments section
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: and see what the audience has been talking about. So Rigby has replied. Yes for all. And he says playoffs with Kirk. In a way, I could see it only if the Jets. If the Jets aren't really featured that much in primetime or as the number one game of the week. I think they were featured two or three times this year. Uh, on Thursday, they a Thursday night game in that debacle against Jacksonville, and they had a Jim Dance game against Buffalo, and they had a they had they were the game of the week against Green Bay. Uh, so maybe if they don't play as much during play as much in. As the feature as the feature game during the week, yeah, maybe it could have the playoffs, but I, eh, I don't know. Uh, welcome the Saint says Tom Brady to the Jets, Jets, Jets. He never has wide receivers anyway. Uh, the Jets have some work to do in the offensive line. He'll want a solid offensive line before he even thinks about going to the Jets. And he's always and he's like he's I think he, I believe he's always said I would not I would never play for the Jets because I hate the Jets. So
4: yeah, I don't I see if he did say that. Yeah.
2: Although I would crap my pants if he did sign with the Jets, the jet I would complete. I would be soiled. <laughs> would you? Well, would
4: you really want a forty-six-year-old Tom Brady though?
2: No, because it. it and fun fact here, Trav. Uh, Tom Brady and I are are separated by seventeen days when it comes to age. We were born the same year and the same month, but he was born seventeen seventeen days before me. So
3: you wouldn't Does want. Does that mean if you're you are going to sign on if, as an offensive lineman? Yeah. How about that line? I'd have
0: to put on a little bit more weight to be on the offensive line of the New York Jets. You know, it, it's 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 shocking to me that uh, Tom Brady has been able to do as much as he has being only half the athlete that you are. I mean, he's, he's really maximized <laughs> his potential. He's maximized his potential. <laughs> yeah, I mean... Um, but if you if you said that you would soil yourself if Tom Brady signed with the Jets, I don't even want to think of what would happen if Aaron Rodgers actually pulled a Brett Favre and went to the Jets. You know,
2: you know, they would have to pull they'd have to pull uh namus number twelve from their from their retired jerseys. I mean that that would that'd probably be the only predicate that either of them coming to the Jets, but uh, Anyway, enough about the Jets. Uh Kyle also said Jets have wide receivers, though. They do. Uh, Elijah Moore needs to be schemed better, and Garrett Wilson will probably win Offensive Rookie of the Year if Kenneth Walker doesn't. And it says at least they have a number one. They do. Garrett Wilson's the number one. And Marco says, yeah, they have one. Jeff S. says, so late, but I'm here. Jeff, thanks for watching. Wanco, this. Uh, he also says probably missed the preview of my Dolphins game, but that might be a good thing. Hey, the, the good thing, Jeff, you can rewind and watch the show later. Rewind to where I wouldn't, we talk about I wouldn't, this though. game. <laughs> it, it hey, I'm
4: trying, hey, I'm trying to
0: I'm trying to get Dolphins my views can. up, Trap Oh <laughs> no, yeah, sorry, get, you're right. Let no, me I'm get sorry. my views up. Let me get my views up. <laughs> you mean it's our our handsome faces on this thing aren't enough? I mean, how 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 is that? <laughs> I mean, yeah, uh, you're, you're losing
4: viewers with this mug.
0: As soon as I grace the present,
4: you, you lost a handful. You, you got
2: to grow your beard out more, Travis. I, listen, if I out.
4: could, I would. I am super jealous right now. It's all I've been looking at this entire time. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> Michael the Saints says it scares me how the Bengals' run game has slowed down as of, as of late, but I agree they will win. Look, Ravens have a solid run defense, but their secondary is a little squiffy. Uh, Jeff also asked what's the upset pick of the weekend? Mine would be Seahawks, just a feeling. Uh we kind of covered that. I mean, wait. I mean, I could see it if if the if the Seahawks scheme correctly against the 49ers. Yeah, I could see them keeping up, but I don't know. That's going to be a tough gonna, ask. Yeah, it's going to be a tough ask. Uh Tom Brady to the Jets was a joke, joke, joke. Sure it was. Sure it was. <laughs> Jeff says, "Hopefully not the full far photo reference." Oh
0: yeah. yeah, yeah. I think a lot of people are hoping that.
2: Hopefully not him s- has stealing uh, medic, uh, stealing from the uh, Medicaid, for st- for the
0: state too. Hey, oh. that volleyball court needed to be built, Ryan. <laughs> One
4: way or another. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> and uh, Wise Al Hefe he, from the Second My Mind podcast says, "Brees Hall will be back." Yeah, he will. Yeah, he will. I think. I think he'll be back to full potential in twenty twenty four. Because, like Saquon Barkley, when he tore his ACL, took him a good season to get familiar again uh, with the game and be and reach his potential. So, you know, it, it, or, or I could be wrong. It could be wrong. It could. It could. He could break out next year too.
4: I have another question for you guys. One more, oh. if I can. Yeah. If,
2: Before we go, we're to take a quick break after this, but yeah, go
4: ahead. If Brees Hall had played this entire season, for me, he was the hands-down rookie of the year. But because he didn't, who now is the offensive rookie of the year for you guys? I'll, I'll start, and I'll say that I think Kenneth Walker has
0: done enough late in the season. He kind of tailed off a little bit, but he had done enough early in the season. I think he gets it done.
2: I... I'm going to be a total homer and say Garrett Wilson based on the fact that he had over a thousand yards receiving and he played in all
4: 17 games this season. Rigney was a homer too. It's fine. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Josh, you have an answer or no? Uh, I mean, I, I really don't. Uh, I, I like both of your <laughs> guys' picks. I think I like Kenneth Walker a little more, um, but y- y- I mean, I, I, I like Garrett Wilson. I was, I wasn't even thinking of him being a rookie uh, cause he, he plays, he plays like a third year uh, player, but I mean, I, I feel like I got to go with Kenneth Walker though. When I'm, when I'm thinking of all the offensive players,
0: what about you, uh, And Trav? I said,
3: Damian Pierce was my pick.
0: Okay. Well, he was very good for the Texans. I will say.
4: Yeah. I wish they would have used him more,
0: Yeah, but it's the teams, the long- teams got
2: other team, other defenses got wise. And, uh, Unfortunately, that really happened. But
0: well, and it was also that week one, you know, give the ball to Rex Burkhead plan that shocked everybody. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Rex Burkhead, legend. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going to take a quick commercial break from Manscaped, one of our one of our sponsors at Billy Up Fantasy, and we'll come back. We'll preview the last game of the playoff, Wild well, wildcard weekend, which will be Monday night's game between Tampa and Dallas. Stay tuned for more. No credentials required.
1: Welcome to Fresh Ball Fall. It's the season of pumpkin spice and making sure your crotch looks nice. That means sipping cider in a fall breeze and using Manscaped products to trim your balls with ease. That's right. Today's show is brought to you by Manscaped, a company here to make sure that your foliage isn't the only thing shedding its excess leaves. Heck, even Mother Nature knows it's time to lose the excess clutter for fall. Join the 6 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped by going to manscaped.com for 20% off and free shipping when you use the promo code BELLY OF Fantasy. Whether you're brand new or already with us at Manscaped, you can use the crown jewel of care for your family jewels, the Platinum Package 4.0. This glorious package, you can align your entire hygiene routine all in one swoop. Inside the 10-part Platinum Package is everything you know and love about the Performance Package Plus, some shower goodies included to elevate your grooming game to platinum. You can now completely upgrade your shower routine with the Ultra Premium Body Wash and Ultra Premium 2-in-1 Shampoo and Conditioner. You'll have your skin and hair feeling hydrated and smelling fresh. Don't forget to apply their Aluminum Free Ultra Premium Deodorant. And don't worry, it's not pumpkin spice, it's a cologne quality fragrance. Get the Platinum Package this fall. These products are guaranteed to be hits for your dangly bits. Go to manscaped.com and get 20% off and free shipping with the promo code BELLYUPFANTASY. That's 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com when you use the promo code BELLYUPFANTASY. Manscaped, clear out the leaves. It's your tree trunk's time to shine.
2: Well, if you watch Leonard Kenny, you'll hear Shorzy say, give your balls a tug. Well, with Manscaped, give your balls a shave. Those thank you.
0: Love that so, uh, read there. Smooth ad read.
2: Smooth as anyway. <laughs> so we're going to go to the last game of the, of the weekend. Put on Cowboys and Buccaneers. And uh, Josh, I'm going to have you lead off with your analysis. Uh, what are you looking at for this game?
3: Man, this this one's tough for me because I want to pick the Cowboys because I feel like they're the better team, but I can't I can't go against Tom. I. I I feel like the, the, the Buccaneers are that that team. We were talking about the team that, that doesn't really deserve to be in the playoffs. The Buccaneers are, are that team. Uh, and I think Dustin's the one that brought that up, possibly swapping the lions and the Buccaneers out. And that would be a fair, fair, uh, uh, uh swap. I, I just, I'm, I'm looking at the bucks and, and I recognize that Tom Brady has never lost to the Dallas Cowboys. Not only that, but it's at Tampa. I, I don't know. Uh, I, I really want to pick the Cowboys because again, I think they're the better team and Tony Pollard. I want to give him a shout out because I think he has worked his, his uh, tail off to, to really earn himself a starting position on a team somewhere in the NFL because he has been outstanding this year uh, and, and a, a, a huge spotlight for this offense. Um, you know, whether, whether it's with the Cowboys and they, they go away from Zeke or he goes somewhere else, I think he deserves a starting, a starting role somewhere. Um, but I just, I, I don't know if I can go against Tom Brady. That's the only thing. Uh, so I'm, I'm picking Tampa in a really close game, but I, I'm picking Tampa.
4: All right, Trav. I'm so, I'm sorry. I had to chuckle at that comment there. You guys aren't the usual commercial trick. Feels like you really care about my balls. I actually laughed out loud. <laughs> at that. Uh,
2: we do, Wonko.
4: We do. <laughs> I, uh, again, this is my nightmare. I, I can't. I need to – I can't stress to you guys enough how much it, it hurts me that both – like why can't the Eagles just be good and Dallas and New York just suck? Why can't that just be a thing? Why the do Giants? you both – It's already good suck.
2: In? You mean the Giants? Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry.
4: <laughs> the Giants. I should have been more specific. It, it annoys me you know, from a biased standpoint that like the Eagles could be good this year and also Dallas and the Giants were good. Um, I understand um, – it's a great point that Tom Brady is undefeated against Dallas and that uh, they're playing in Tampa – Dallas is the better team. Dak Prescott is reeling a little bit. He has been playing great. He's got a lot of interception under his belt this season, despite missing a quarter of the season, or excuse me, more than that. Um, I think Dallas has a bit too much firepower on offense for tampa Bay's defense that's been subpar to stop them. Uh, I think Tampa Bay keeps it close, but I think at the end, this is a game that Dallas wins by probably 7 to 10 points. All
0: right. Dustin? I, uh, I got to agree with Josh on this one. Um, And I think this game, I give, I think Tampa Bay is going to come in and I think they're going to find a way to win this game. I think this, this out of all the playoff matchups that could have happened, this is the one that Tampa Bay needed. Um, Dallas, Dallas, You talk about how the Chargers – we've talked about how the Chargers have a tendency to find ways to lose games rather than to win them. I think the Cowboys are the NFC version of that. I said at the beginning of the season – now, I was wrong with my prediction. I thought the Cowboys missed the playoffs. What I said was the Cowboys are going to cowboy. And I think it's happened later in the season, but it is happening uh, Dak Prescott has thrown a lot of interceptions as as we as has been previously brought up but also Dallas just seems to have this knack to play down to the competition look what they did against the commanders last week that uh, you went from you had a chance if you were not motivated to win that game you had a chance to enter the playoffs as the one seed it was an outside chance but you dropped all the way to the 5 because you just you just totally gacked the game against a, a team that by all rights, you should have by all rights, you should have beaten them handily. I mean, to me, I'm picking, I think Tom Brady's going to rally the troops for one game. He's going to be motivated. I don't know if this is his last season, but if it is, there's no way he wants to go out with a loss. He knows how to get ready for playoff games. Yes, he's old, but I get, I give the edge in a close game to Tampa Bay and then I will sit back and watch the chaos that will unfurl in Dallas if this happens. I think Mike McCarthy will lose his job, and I don't think it's going to be any fault of his own. But I think if they lose this game against Tampa, Jerry will be – he'll he will do what Jerry Jones does, and he'll go out and try to get Sean Payton or somebody, but you're not going to get him because Sean Payton wants too much control, and Jerry Jones will never give it up. He wants to be the GM all the time. Tampa
2: my bold prediction for Sean the Sean Payne sweepstakes they'll go to Houston <laughs> <laughs> maybe only maybe. if they fire a Casario that's the only mm-hmm. provision he probably has because he'll he'll want to be in warm weather and a place and a, he'll want to be in a place where they have little to no income tax and no, that's Texas true. has no
0: income taxes that's true so you don't think Denver's a possibility nope Okay. Now there's Arizona. I
4: I, I actually was going to say, I think Arizona squeaks into that sweepstakes. Uh, They got a lot of, they got a lot offensively to work with. I think Sean Payton likes that.
2: Interesting. Interesting. I like that. So so I, I've got three and I got three factors here. Josh has already mentioned one of them. Tom Brady has never lost to the Cowboys ever. Here's the second factor. And this is purely aesthetic, but stick with me here. Tampa Bay's wearing their white jerseys and pewter pants combo, which means the Dallas Cowboys are wearing their Navy jerseys. Guess what they've never done as the Dallas Cowboys in their Navy jerseys? They've never won a playoff game in the Navy jerseys.
3: And factor number three. (laughs) Was that Josh? He's going to bring up the uniforms. Oh, I did. Oh, I did. I I Actually,
2: actually, I commented in the comment section on Rod Peterson's show. He's a a Cowboys fan. Shout out to Rod Peterson. I said, uh, Rod, the the Cowboys have never won a game in their Navy jerseys. He, He just went, he just looked at the camera, went like this, and he said, I'm going to need some meditation and some medication uh, after hearing that, (laughs) (laughs) but you've, but also the third factor never underestimate Mike McCarthy, no relation, Mike McCarthy's ability (laughs) to mess up in big time situations. Yes, he has a super bowl championship, but that was done in spite of, that was Aaron Rodgers winning the game in spite of Mike McCarthy. Dallas has won this. Dallas has been good this season, in spite of Mike McCarthy. They've won. They've run the when they've won, they've run the ball well. When they've lost, they've run the ball poorly, and Dak Prescott has given away the game. You are in a. You're playing in a hot in front of a hostile crowd. Tampa Bay's crowd is is underrated can be pretty hostile, especially now that they've had a Super Bowl title with uh, the with one of the greatest quarterbacks who's ever played the game of football. And I say one of them. I don't. Th- I don't think he's the goat because I think I think my theory is with him is that just because you've been here the longest doesn't mean you're the best. That's another topic from. That's another topic for another day. But those three factors: the fact that t- Tom Brady's never lost to the Cowboys, the aesthetic thing, and Mike McCarthy's ability to snatch. defeat from the jaws of victory. Those three factors I take into this matchup and I think Tampa Bay wins this game. They'll, they'll win it by the skin of their teeth, but they'll wind up winning and somehow Jerry Jones will be completely unsatisfied, even though they had a chance to win the division last week. But Dustin, to your point, as you said, so succinctly, they came out last week and they looked like complete trash. It looked like the team that didn't want to be there. They did not want to play against Washington. And they totally crapped the bet against them. I think that I'll carry over into Monday night. And I think the Buccaneers beat them. That's the up that's my upset pick. Because Dallas is actually favored by two and a half point. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, Dallas is favored by two and a half points. So that's my upset pick.
4: All right. uh, after everything is said and done here with, with this show tonight. My favorite word spoken will be, as, as a comment has pointed out, Cowboys going to Cowboy. You have no idea how much I want that to be a thing. Like This entire weekend will be capped off beautifully if Dallas blows it on Monday night. Um, I think you're going to have a great weekend, then. I think oh you're going to have a great weekend. If Minnesota wins and, and Tampa Bay wins, I, I, I might just run out of my house naked. Like, I'm going to be so excited. <laughs> it almost, and Rigney jokes with me all the time, like, dude, you hate the Cowboys more than you're an Eagles fan. And and I, and I push back on that a lot. And then sometimes I have to think about it quietly. Like, oh, you know what, though? I might, I might, I might. Because that's how badly I want them to lose. I need them to lose for my soul. <laughs> you
2: sound like me when we're the Patriots were in the playoffs. <laughs> I want them to lose because it helps my it heals my soul Yeah, yeah.
4: <laughs> you would think with it with the Eagles having the with the first round buy and being in good shape right now that I would I would be focused on other things, but I am a prisoner of the moment, and I need both those teams to lose. And I and icing on the cake if they do it in an embarrassing fashion, just oh my chef's kiss! I'll be so excited. I don't even know. <laughs> It'll be worth losing the money I've already gambled.
2: Oh, I totally forgot about the fourth factor. So teams that typically finish under 500 who win the division also win the wild card.
4: Seahawks did it.
2: Panthers did it.
0: Yeah. I'll I'll, never forget when the Seahawks did it for as long as I live. (laughs) (laughs) That's one of my favorite football memories, not the least of which the reasons because is because there was a – Shall we say slightly inebriated Seahawks fan in the recovery room? And uh, you know, since there are so few of us around here, we found each other. And that guy's jubilation, aided by some suds, he was just screaming, we won, we won, we won the whole time. And and it's not one of my prouder moments, but there was a Saints fan that she was in that bar and she had like eye black and a Drew Brees oh, jersey. Oh she had God. everything and she was like every time they the Saints got a first down in that game, she's clapping, she's clapping. I'm sitting there, I'm biding my time when when the run happened and everything, run, everything happened, I just looked at her and I went yeah! <laughs> like <laughs> real enthusiastically, I'd been holding it in the whole time and she said nothing and then that guy... He was telling me about he was stationed in the Army and he used to watch the Seahawks games it, like because the base was in Portland. So it was a quick jaunt over. He's like, I've been watching them since the 70s. This is great. And it was it was one of the craziest, craziest memories of my football um, watching life
4: here. <laughs>
2: well we got two more comments before we we uh let the let the folks know where we can find all of our stuff so wonka the saints said say the best for last rightly a tough game to call also i hate that monday night football is in the playoffs well considering that the playoffs happen on martin luther king weekend that's probably the biggest reason why there's a monday night game so of course i could okay. be wrong and uh say Dallas. i gonna, gonna have I'm gonna channel ray ray from uh from uh Bronx, from ljpn <clears throat> Dallas, straight trash. Straight trash. Oh, and Jeff also says, good point about the bad record, sneaking in for the home win, much better than the Navy jersey.
3: <laughs> I was I was trying to find the Dak Prescott. It was a, a fake quote, but it was Dak Prescott. And uh, uh, he, he says something about, I, I hate that there's a Monday night football game for the playoffs because I have a a cruise that I'm supposed to go on next Sunday and it's, it's a seven day, uh, seven day advance cancellation. And I I need to know we'll probably be all right, but
2: I still need to know. (laughs) If if I, if I weren't, if I didn't know know better, I would have totally attributed it to him. (laughs) (laughs) So we're going to get out of here. Thanks to everyone who's watching. If you're watching the replay, thanks for watching us. If you're listening, thanks for listening. So, I'm going to give the floor to Josh. Let's let the people know where they can find you, where you can find your podcast.
3: Yeah. I'm the host of rising to the occasion. Uh, you can go to rising 2com That's risingt.o.com. Uh, that's where you'll find all of our information, all of our, our, our shows and everything are on there, whether it be audio or video. Um, and then you can always go over and subscribe to us on YouTube. Uh, it's uh, rising to the occasion, but yeah, we, we just kind of upload when we can. We don't really have a set schedule. Uh, just, three busy guys that are, are trying to uh, put out the best sports content, but we cover all sports, uh, not just football, but uh, so, yeah, I mean, it's, it's a lot of fun. Again, that's rising All All
2: right. And Trav, where can people find you and your podcast?
3: Yeah. I'm, uh, so I'm Trav from the Traver
4: Rigney show. Uh, my buddy Rigney and I have started this a while back and we are just two clowns and sports. Is not the only thing we talk about, we do talk about some, uh, We do a lot of, we do brackets for everything. Anything you could think you could put in a bracket, we've done it and put it on, on the air before like cereals and nonsense like that. Uh, we can find us on Twitter at Traven Rigney. We have a, we have a link tree there where you can find all of our, our YouTube, our Instagram, our TikToks. Um, so uh, that's at Traven Rigney. All
2: right. And Dustin, of course you can find me Dustin and, uh, my my the show mascot tag along uh most Tuesdays at 7 p.m we had a delay taping this week because of uh for me for some had a personal commitment but you can find us uh Tuesday nights at seven uh, right here on YouTube and Facebook and also bellyup.tv and we have uh also wanted to let you know about our social media channels as always TikTok, Instagram and I, uh, tiktok instagram twitter at no req facebook.com forward slash no credsRAQ. do you mind i'm taping here and yeah. youtube.com forward slash at no <laughs> for watching oh my gosh dude I'm, <laughs> this is live
4: <laughs> cat doesn't <laughs> care watching, man He yeah. don't care
2: He don't care but if you're watching on youtube or on facebook smash that like button because that way people know that we're here on the podcast side, you can subscribe. Megaphone is our home base, but you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Spreaker, Google Play, wherever you podcast. As always, also read and review five stars is always preferred. If you leave us a nice review, we may even read it on the air, especially if it's mean and nasty and cruel. So, for my guests, Josh Mahler, Rising to the Occasion, Trav from Travis and Ringy, Dustin Henry, my co host, second chair, I'm Ryan McCarthy. Thank you for watching No Credentials Required or listening to No Credentials Required where you don't need a press pass to talk sports. We're presented by Billy Up Sports in association with Godzilla Media. Dustin and I will be back on Tuesday night and we may do this again. We may do another, uh, we may do a divisional round preview. So Josh Trav, you guys are more than welcome to come back if we do one.
4: Awesome. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah,
3: thanks All for having right. me on,
2: man. And we'll see you on Tuesday night, folks.
4: Night, everybody.